The Level Down Games podcast for November 10th, 2020 is presented by leveldowngames.com. On with the show. with excitement for the next generation this is the level down games podcast <laughs> welcome home i'm your host brian and joining me this week host of the media files every friday it is kyle good morning brian good morning daniel good morning sean me and uh rest of my buddies over here just counting some ballots nice and slow yeah taking your time <laughs> y'all just i like the memes the memes that have come out about nevada over the past like four days it's unfortunate. it's unfortunate after, I mean, you guys have lived there, especially you have lived there a lot longer than I did, but just being there for eight years, it's been funny seeing the memes come out. <laughs> oh, it's good, man. It's good stuff. It's counting the ballots is Brian McKnight. Yeah. One, you're like a dream come So true. good. <laughs> Two. So funny, dude. Next up, catch him regularly over at twitch.tv forward slash crazed11 and as the host of co-host, not host. He's not good enough to be the host. Just the I'm not good enough. Of, of our Music and Holy Wrestling podcast every Thursday at Stan. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Yeah, if I was the host, it'd be nothing but a bunch of you knows. Exactly. You knows and you know, you know, you know. The podcast would be hit our, you know, music. Tonight, full gear, pay-per-view for AEW. Dan and I will be watching it, potentially recording a review after, if not after, tomorrow then. Who knows? Potentially. Potentially. I'm looking looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. If Mox drops the belt, Dan will not be recording that show. (laughs) No, I will be off the show. It'll just be Brian. Dan Dan's quitting. Uh, he's back, rounding out the crew. Sean's here. Let's go! Let's get it, boys. You're yeah, back and people up. better than ever, Sean. Yeah, new and improved. New and improved Sean Waltman lightning round. Oh, no, don't tease me. <laughs> Special shout out to Midnight Playtime and Neon Dan over on Twitter at Woo! Neon Dan TV for providing the music to the Lebanon Games podcast. Go check him out over on Twitter and hit up his Bandcamp at midnightplaytime.bandcamp.com to listen to some really excellent synthwave vibes. Uh, should be a good show. We're going to do something a little bit different today, as we mentioned last week on the episode. We are not going to have a main discussion later on. We are beefing up the new release roulette in anticipation of the next generation this week. Obviously, we have the Xbox Series X tomorrow. We have the PlayStation 5 on Thursday. So we're going to go over, it's like 18 games or something like that that are coming out this week for the new release roulette. And we'll spend some time discussing those and kind of gauge our own personal hype levels. This should be fun. We're just here to get hyped for next gen this week. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. (laughs) Yep, pretty much. If you don't like that or you're not getting it or you're just sad about it, you should probably just... I don't know don't, what. Skip, well, well, skip don't to the section where we I do thought the you were going to tell them to tune out. I was going to say, no, 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 tune out. Well, I mean, no, you know. Just skip to the part where I win, and then you can hear my glorious address to the people. Well, Sean, you weren't even here last week, so you don't have the ability to win. Dog, I never lost the belt, okay? That's true. If you go, <laughs> if you go down because of injury, you come in, you get a shot. That's how That's it works. True. You That's talk true. to Seth Rollins about that, okay? <laughs> 
All right, well, it's time for a little Sean and Dan, all new umbrella segment, otherwise known, of course, as a very sad anus. And I want to kick <laughs> things off today with a major game that released recently that there's been a lot of buzz about here at Level Down Games. And that, of course, is Watch Dogs Legion. I send up for Ubisoft Connect the day the game released and prep for Assassin's Creed Valhalla also coming out this week. And then, of course, Immortals Immortals Phoenix Rising is also releasing at the beginning of December. And I do plan on playing that through Ubisoft Connect as well, because why the hell not? And I jumped in the day this game came out. Of course, Watch Dogs Legion being set across the pond over there in London. Shout out to all of our UK listeners. Sev, I know you're here. I know you're listening. I don't know how you guys drive on the other side of the street, baby, because let me tell you, it's a little tough in game to get used to. But the setting is cool. And the story is basically set up, you know, after the events of Watch Dogs and Watch Dogs 2. You know, we were in Chicago for the original. We were in San Francisco for the second. Uh, At the moment, DedSec is basically in shambles. And, you know, the, the narrative and the purpose of the game is to rebuild the crew and also kind of stick it to Albion, who are also the bad guys or villains in the game. Uh, It's the same basic watchdogs gameplay loop that's existed since the original release. There's like a bit more freedom in terms of what you can and can't control. There's these new and I thought it was pretty cool. And I and I thought I was kind of like breaking the game until I realized that the game actually wants you to do this. And it's utilized in several main story and side missions. But there's these new like delivery cargo drones in the game and you can hack those and basically they're these giant uh, giant drones and when you drive them down to the ground your character can actually climb on top of them and then you can rehack the drone and you're basically flying around the entire london area on this drone and there's literally nothing you can't reach. Like you can go up as high as the skybox will allow. And I mean, I, I, like I said, I thought I was breaking the game, but it's actually encouraged. And like I said, you have to do this in some missions. Uh, the game actually tells you to, so I know it's, it's actually intended, but to discourage people from just constantly flying around on a cargo drone and, you know, bypassing everything else that the game has to offer, they go really slow. So like if you wanted to go over, you know, a thousand meters or whatever, it's going to take fucking forever to get there because you're going, you know, incredibly slow. Whereas if you just jump in a car, or hell, even run or walk, you might get there faster. <laughs> so, of course, Watch Dogs Legion, it's it's had a lot of buzz behind it because of the ability to recruit and play as anyone and you know here we've we've been talking a lot about it leading up to release i I, i've been saying how excited i am and i think it's a cool concept i do i really do i think that the fact that so many different characters can be created via this in-game algorithm that's kind of the entire hook of the game and you know you can actually see somebody getting mugged on the street and 
if you highlight them and, you know, kind of like check their profile and data or whatever, it'll say, like, oh, getting mugged by so and so. And then if you check the mugged, you know, the person doing the mugging, it'll say, oh, they're mugging this person. And if someone's like running to help, it'll say, you know, running to help so and so who's getting mugged. So that kind of stuff is like really cool. Uh, you know, when you're driving recklessly around the, uh, the streets of London, you know, you're going to run over civilians because it's just what happens in these kind of games. Of course, think Grand Theft Auto and that kind of stuff. But if you injure somebody, you know, it'll say like, you know, they're they're down on the ground injured. And then if a paramedic pulls up, it'll say they're attending. You know, so it's pretty cool. I thought that stuff was pretty cool. And I was kind of hyped. And it's fun to recruit certain uniformed access people because of the some of the missions that they come with they're pretty unique uh you know getting a construction worker which is part of the story but then getting a nurse which you're not going to see until somebody gets injured um now i want to go back a couple months when we were watching i don't know it was a state of play or something that had watchdogs legion shown in it and i am almost positive when we talked about that in the lg podcast that weekend this is what i predicted i recall the conversation i definitely remember it um, that that you had said something about the fear. There's going to be like two of, or three formats yes. of characters that are able to do everything you need, and playing as and grandma that's generally, is be generally what it is. That's right. generally what it is. There isn't a lot of purpose to switch between characters, especially for those of us that are playing through. Ubisoft Connect because obviously you know they give you the like the best version of the game the one that would traditionally cost like a hundred bucks or 150 bucks or whatever so you're getting the season pass and you're getting a bunch of like bonus DLC content unlocked for you and one of the things that they give you if you're playing through Ubisoft Connect are these prestige operatives or you know these team members they're orange you know they're legendary for those of us that play Warcraft and think gear that kind of stuff uh they're super powerful and there really is no other reason to play as anyone but like one of those three cuz they give you three and I don't know, man. It, it makes the whole model feel kind of cheap when you don't really need to switch between characters to get things done. Obviously, if you want to make your game a little easier, you can switch to, a, you know, a uniformed character, or, you know, like a construction worker and get into areas that they can get into if you need to complete it for a story purpose. Or and you can recruit Albion members and get into like their headquarters and their areas to, you know, fuck shit up and, you know, complete <laughs> missions and that kind of stuff. So... If you really wanted to, you can get in depth with it. But if you just want to see the story and complete things outside of the the few times that the game forces you to play as somebody else, there really is no purpose to switch to another character. And for that reason, I actually think that playing with permadeath on is probably the best way to go because it does make you play more careful. I've noticed when playing with permadeath on um, because I started a game with permadeath and I started a game without permadeath to kind of check out both settings to talk about it for the upcoming review over on leveldowngames.com. And of course, today on the podcast, I think I'm having more fun with permadeath off. Because I'm more careless and more reckless, but I think the game is intended to be played with permadeath on because it's making it's you know, it's making me more cautious. I noticed that I switched to different characters more often, especially like if I was taking damage and I didn't want to lose a character, if I didn't want to go down, I would, you know, quickly try to escape and then quickly switch to a different character. So that way I wasn't worrying about things. So 
I would say potentially play permadeath on if you're worried about the game feeling like a cheap experience. But other than that, like other than the kind of disappointment of the play as anyone model that they've been really hyping up prior to release, exploring the streets of London is super cool, you know, kind of freeing the boroughs and and taking back the city from Albion. That's a lot of fun. It's fun out, you know, going to see these historic landmarks that I've never gotten to see in person and kind of just exploring the city, you know, kind of finding the tech points that are used to upgrade your gadgets, upgrade your skills. Uh, there's a lot of customization options around the streets of London. You know, there's so many shops that you can stop at and buy new clothes for your team members. So that kind of stuff is pretty cool. But I do think that we are getting to a point now where something has to change for the Watch Dogs franchise because it's getting stale a lot faster than Assassin's Creed did before they had their facelift starting with origins and obviously with um with odyssey a couple two years ago and then now with valhalla coming out tomorrow i've actually shout out to our friends over at ubisoft i've been playing a lot of assassin's creed valhalla over the past uh you know couple days they did give us a review key for that game i actually was live last night over at twitch.tv forward slash level down game streaming the game early access we had a lot of positive feedback in the chat and people reached out and it was super cool. Um, you know, I had a lot of fun doing that, and hopefully it's something we can continue to do more often in the future prior to release of some of these big games. But after playing just, you know, like the initial opening hours of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I realized, you know, just how much of a better experience that game actually is over Watch Dogs Legion. Like, it, it's just a way better game. So... We're not talking Valhalla today. We'll talk Valhalla here in the coming weeks. Uh, hopefully some of you guys will eventually play it as well. Probably won't be next week. We have a lot of next gen stuff to talk about next week. Uh, we'll probably get to Assassin's Creed Valhalla in the next week or two here on the Level Down Games podcast. But speaking of next gen stuff, Kyle, you are concerned about some storage issues that are popping up here as we get prepared for the release of the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. I don't know concern. I'm I'm mostly excited heading into this week. This week is a big week. Big week for anybody who's excited about games, but especially for me because I'm getting both of the next gen consoles. No big deal or anything, boys. Just got all my shipping Rub updates. They're going to be here day of. That's not a big, big deal. Dick not a big deal. Right now I did there, go boy. the Xbox Series S, not the X. I don't think I need the X. Um, I'm essentially going to use this as a as a Game Pass machine for my TV, and I'm totally okay with that. The PS5 going to be the main console for all the all the big exclusives there. But one of the news stories that have been coming out as a lot of these reviews have been hitting. By the way, all of the major reviewers have been getting the consoles. Reviews have been coming out. A lot of good stuff said about both of them. They're very, very fast. The functionality of them is huge and, and super nice. Everybody's loving it. They say the controller of the, the, the DualSense feels great. The battery life could be a little longer, but the DualShock 4 was the same way. So, I mean, no change there. But the big news that's coming out that, that people are starting to get pretty upset by is the internal storage of mm -hmm. these consoles. Now, if we're talking about the Xbox Series S, this is touted as a 500 gigabyte, a half a terabyte machine that'll hold. And 500 gigabytes is a, is a lot of space, to be Not fair. Anymore. That's what I have. I have a 500 gigabyte drive in my computer, in my PC. 
that I use. Yeah, but that's like just your operating system one with a couple things on it, right? No, my operating system one's a 250 that I don't put anything else on. Oh, okay. My I don't main know how the hell you manage, drive. man. I don't know how you manage. Well, my main, so- well, I, I, if I play a game and get done with it, I delete it. No, I, I get that, but Warcraft in itself is like a hundred gigs, and then it's like seventy. It's like ninety now. Uh, we'll meet in the middle. Well, that's 80. a big difference, boys. Well, no, but I'm saying like if you only have if you only have 500 gigabytes and, and I know you have Warcraft installed, that's a fifth of your hard drive. And a lot of games when they come out for the next generation now, it, it, they're going to be 100 gigs easily. We've already seen that. Right. Like Demon and Souls I, and or I something is like 138 gigs. I may have to upgrade my computer's solid state eventually, and I'm totally OK with that. That's no big deal. I can do that. But for now, the 500 gigabytes works. And with a little you know, tinkering of delete this game, download that game. It works pretty easily. It's not it's not too hard of a of a workaround to get the 500 gigabytes to work. Now, the big problem with the Series S is that out of the box with the operating system and everything else that's on this 512 gigabyte solid state drive, you only have 364 gigabytes of usable space to play games. Now, that's not great. That doesn't feel super great at all, because if you're going to play modern warfare, that's 250 gigabytes. Mm-hmm. That's your entire system for the most That's part. That's basically the whole system. Well, now they, they are starting to break up. it up. Was that? Sorry, if the, if you have if you get Black Ops, if you have Black Ops in Warzone, it, it takes up like eighty nine percent of your uh, storage. It's so stupid, right? That's and a, that's, that's I mean insane. that's not a great look. Not a great look for now. This is supposed to be kind of like we talked about the more casual version of the console. It's not the Series X. You can put in a hard drive to store games on and transfer games back and forth. That's not ideal, but it works. It's just not going to be a whole ton of space for pretty much any gamer that wants to really get into the nitty gritty of these games and have a lot of games that they play. That's not a ton. Now, the PlayStation 5 has 850 gigabytes of space, not a full terabyte, 850 gigabytes on the solid state drive that comes inside except with the operating system and everything else that's already pre-installed on it, you're down to 667 gigabytes, which is barely bigger than the solid-state drive that Brian was just chiding me for in my PC. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I was looking at that, and if you buy the launch games, man, if you buy, like, Miles Morales, if you buy Demon Souls, if you install Black Ops, if you pick up Godfall, if you pick up... Uh, what else comes out? Sack Valhalla, Cyberpunk. Yeah, all your well, Cyberpunk first of all can be saved on an external because it's not a PlayStation Five game. Well, that's what we're going to talk about too. Is that currently in the st- in the state that the PlayStation Five is launching in, there is no expandable storage for the solid state drive. Right. Uh, let's talk about it now. Let's let's do it now. <laughs> you, cannot, you cannot expand the storage of that solid state drive. Now you can install a hard drive but you cannot store playstation 5 games on that hard drive only ps4 games so essentially to play playstation 5 games you are still only working with 667 gigabytes of solid state solid state drive space which is not a ton that's not enough anymore. Like I said, I've got a terabyte PS4 downstairs, and I've run out of space multiple times on that sucker. Mm-hmm. So I'm out of space on my two terabyte PS4 that, I, you know, the, the 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 hard drive that I put in there. Now, granted, I can delete probably a lot of games that I'm no longer playing off of that right. two terabytes. But 
when you get to like 667, there's probably 600 gigabytes worth of games that I'm still playing or not finished with on my PS4, if not more than that. It's it is a little disheartening that that's the amount of space that we're given to work with. Especially when games are like almost 200 gigs. It's insane. And there's there's no immediate solution to this either. We don't have any option to expand that. And again, I'm not getting the PS5 Lite, right? This is the PS5 $500 standard edition console that's coming out. And right now, I don't have any solution for this. Nobody does. And that's a little disheartening. Everything else about the system looks great, but I am concerned with how they're handling this this storage space. And I think it's going to be a major talking point on these consoles for at least the first few months of their life. Agreed. 100%. Yeah. And, and what I was going to get at was, and you touched on it, if you're going to buy a game and you don't really care about having the PS4 version for whatever reason, buy that version and store it on an external for now and you're good to go. You can also like kind of archive your PS5 game data on an external and then bring it over when you want it again. The only thing so is you have to data, juggle right? those. Huh? The save data, not the game data. From what I understand, I need to do more research on it. But yes, I, I was trying to watch some videos yesterday And I think IGN was reporting that you can store some PS5 data on externals, but you can't play off them. So you you would have to juggle things. You can't store the game. You can store the save data, right? So that you don't have to get rid of that. But I mean, at least that's okay for now. I thought PlayStation had cloud where you could save all that. If you have PlayStation Plus, it does. Right. Well, well, there you go. Without PlayStation Plus, you don't have access to upload to the cloud. How long does it take to download a game then? Like it It depends on your internet right now. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 your internet speed. Wi-Fi or plugged in hard or hard cord. It's going to it's going to let's talk about for you guys. It's going to be an issue, I think, for a lot of people. For me uh, to download a game, let's say 70 gigs uh, on average. That takes me about three hours okay that's a big deal and you you have really good internet connection are you are you plugged in ethernet to your ps4 i am not the only thing that's plugged okay. into my ethernet is my pc well you gotta rectify so, that homeboy um i probably won't to be honest i just will we'll, i'll probably deal with it i usually install my games overnight um for anything Let bake. like whether whether it's ps4 or switch or a pc i usually like start things before i'm kind of starting to wind down for the end of the day and then i just let it go so that way by the next day it's good to go um okay but I think that, you know, with this generation coming out this week, it, it is going to be a big deal because we luckily, I think all four of us have decent Internet and I don't think any of us have data caps, but data caps. Oh, you do. OK, that's going to be a huge deal for you then, because how, how, what's your data cap limit per month? It's a lot. We never even get close. Is it like a terabyte or let me, because let I mean, me tell you it's Xfinity. So let me log in because I mean, if you if you think about it, like if you download. Man, I don't know. I don't know what you're buying for your I know you're getting the PlayStation Plus collection, but that is going to be something where you have to download games. Like if you want to play Final Fantasy 15, for instance, that's like 100 gigs almost. So, yeah, you're already going to be downloading. I, I'm assuming your data cap is probably around a terabyte. I'm thinking so, yes, but I'm I'm going to tell you right now what it is for the sake of conversation. Sure, uh, I'm going to I'm going to progress forward with the uh, with the notion that it is one terabyte. And th- like if it is, then if you download like one thing off of PlayStation Plus collection to enjoy it, you just use the tenth of your data cap. Like, OK, it, it, and it, if you it have is 
1,229 gigabytes. Yeah, it's a terabyte. Um, okay, there you go. But uh, there, you're going to run out like so quick of that. And if you're having to like, you know, there's only 667. So if you download that, it's 100 gigs and you install the things on there. Well, then eventually you're going to have to take that off because you might run out of space. But you didn't finish Final Fantasy 15. So you re-download it two weeks later to play it again. It's a fucking mess. And until they f- come up with a solution to somehow make games transferable from an external or readable off an external. I don't know what they were doing here, man. It's it's not a good look in terms of like the available space. It's rough. I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's Can I t- me. I'm going to take another side of that and I'm not trying to be a dick or combative or argumentative or anything, but you guys realize that you're pretty rare, right? Like I'm not going to sit here and say that every gamer is like this, but there's a lot of people out there who aren't going to be able to have the amount of games that you guys get. Like you're pretty dedicated. Well, I, I don't, don't I think that's that. the case anymore, especially with things like the PS plus collection. Well, that's external hard drive. That's not part of the equation. I mean, you can get any external hard drive and hook it up to your PlayStation and just format it and be but fine. Regardless, we're so still talking about having to expand point. your storage just to kind of actually make some decent use of it. Oh, for sure. But I mean, you would have had to have, you would have had to have entertained that anyway, having storage if you wanted all of those games downloaded at the same time on a PS4. This isn't new. I think the biggest issue is the data cap thing for this time around, just because it's yeah. not something that Internet providers have actually solved over the last generation of consoles. And we kind of just dealt with it. But now we have to deal with it even more because we might have potentially have to download and redownload games over and over and over again. And for those that do have data caps, it's it's going to absolutely shatter it. Yeah, I, I mean, I can totally see that. I just think that people need to be a little more selective and not download every game just to have it. I guess. I mean, I don't want to be the negative guy here, but do you really need to download all of the PS Plus collection? No, no you're no. not even going to play no. it. So, no, but I don't think I that's, mean, the, come on. I don't think that's the issue. You need to play all those games. Yeah, you haven't played any of them. You're going to take a while to get through them, even if you're dedicated and you play every day. Like, even if you put in four or five hours a day, you're going to take a while to get through all those games. Why can't you just download them as you go? You're going to you're going to okay, spend well, three months well, on getting all through all those games. Let's talk a real hypothetical here. OK. On release day, I plan on downloading Spider-Man Miles Morales. All right. Sackboy. Okay. Bug Snacks. Yep. God of War off the PS Plus collection. Yeah. Now, I'm not getting AC Valhalla on PS4 or PS5, but if I did, I would be putting that on there. Right. Right. And then Cyberpunk in December. That brings up another point. Like, would you go to PC or Xbox for some of those things and, and diversify your collection? Because you but got let's it assume all. I didn't have that. OK. And those are the five games I wanted to play. Now, four of those I am actually going to play on PS4 or PS5. Sorry. Well, yeah, I got you. I mean, we're I already probably and we don't know the size of all of these games yet, but we're already probably knocking on that door. Oh, for oh, we're sure. Getting close. Yeah, we're definitely getting close with that for sure. Especially because of all of the uh, I don't want to call freeware, but like, you know, you got Astro's Playroom taking up space on your system. I don't know if you can get rid of that or if you want to, because I, I hear it's really great. I don't know if you can get rid of it, but I assume that that's probably in the space that's already taken yeah maybe yeah. i don't know i assume i haven't, I haven't read that. i would assume the 667 available is already considering astro's playroom on the system like out yeah, the box so. like what you can use okay right yeah no i i you have the argument you guys are right i'm just saying like realistically is it that big of an issue yes it's an issue but is it that big of an issue i don't know time will tell i'm just you know 
I just don't see myself downloading 18 games right away. Like, <laughs> what am I going to do with them? Yeah, I don't see anybody doing that either because they can't. Oh, my gosh. Dan, I'm sorry. You were saying what? What's, no, what, what's I just going on? I mean, I just I understand that they were trying to make the consoles cheaper, but I really feel like these consoles should have came with bigger hard drives. I was thinking at least like to me, two terabytes would kind of be the sweet spot, in my opinion. I'm actually I'm, I'm glad they didn't beef it up because you look at the cost for the expansion on the Xbox alone. It's to me, it's not worth it. I hope that they can find a way to make it cheaper and more accessible down the road. And I would rather them wait on that and get through COVID and try to beef up manufacturing and get it to us maybe at a cheaper price point and move more units than anything else. I don't want to overpay for crappier options and technology if we can ride this out, because make no mistake about it. If COVID wasn't a thing, you might have better storage on these. Like, we don't know how much the pandemic has really shaped the development and the uh distribution of these consoles unless we're sony or microsoft right correct no i mean i i definitely agree i think if you can i i would definitely wait on upgrading um the hard drive i mean look how much what ssds were like going for a stupid amount of money not too long ago and now they've kind of come down in price so now with well, this um yeah, you're you're onto something there. So let's talk about life cycle, right? The PS4, I wasn't a PS4 player, but I listened to you guys talk about it all the time. It didn't even seem like it hit true form until like year two, right? Uh, year two or three, yeah. Yeah, year two I was going to say, usually yeah, it takes a little while for these systems to kind of get, you know, a full lineup of games and, and whatnot. This is not normal uh, in a sense that like, you know, we're having to deal with a new piece of hardware coming out that we're expecting to shatter the earth, but it's basically just a PS4 Pro Pro. So you guys are upset about the storage because it's worse than a PS4 Pro. I get that. But I mean, in terms of life cycle for systems, this is this, this is nothing new, right? <laughs> not, am I going no. crazy here? No, you're not. <laughs> are my expectations not. not in line but with what they should be? I also think it's like... The games now just are so much bigger downloads, you know, and we didn't account for that. Like back when PS4 came out, um, I can't remember. I don't think it came. Was PS4 release a, a terabyte or was it 500 gigs? 500 on the base Okay, that's PS4. what I thought. And then the Pro was a one terabyte, correct? Correct. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, we even in the beginning of that life cycle, but now games, but games, obviously, games at the beginning of that life cycle were like 10 gigs. And no, I mean, gigs. yeah. It wasn't and like Destiny, I think, like, was a little maybe bit bigger. Like 20 or 30 on the on the high end. I think 30 may have been like for like NBA 2K14 or whatever when it came out fall of 2013 was probably like 35 gigs or something like that. Like that was the high end. And now the high end is 260 something. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, it's in, uh, with Destiny and all of its um, DLC. I mean, Destiny's well over 100. I'd have to boot up my PS4 and just look. But I know like Destiny is ridiculous. I think Division was maybe be close to 100 uh i mean warzone and uh modern warfare is stupid and then now you're adding black ops to it i mean it's just insane so i think we've we've to me the writing's been on the wall we're going more digital games are getting bigger and then you know you still come up with uh, a hard drive to me that doesn't justify the what we're seeing like i said i i get that they didn't put bigger hard drives in these um 
systems because they wanted to keep the price point down. But uh, it's yeah, it's something we're going to talk about uh, a lot, I think, at least for maybe the first year until I guess we st- finally start to catch up or we get these next wave. Because I, th- I thought I had heard that even with like the PS5 isn't going to be compatible with anything uh, less than like a, the whatever the Gen 4 uh, new ones that are coming out or something like that. I, I can't remember. Yeah, exactly standard, and standard NVM ssds yeah, are gonna exactly. be compatible or whatever yeah correct and we won't know this compatibility test until after the ps5 comes out so again i i think if you can wait and um and and just ride this out obviously the prices will come down the longer these things what are else out. can we do <laughs> i mean you're absolutely do. right there's not much we can do or no like choice. sean was saying just diverse if if you do have where you have xbox or you know pc um, and PS5 maybe try to play, you know, some here and some there. I, I get it's not ideal, but it is, man. It's just we're, video games are growing at a pace and, and Internet providers with data caps and a lot of people and just hard drive space. We're not that growth isn't coming with the game growth. So it's uh, it's it's tough to keep up. And we're, we're, we're cranking out these games with with so much more. uh memory space and we're not we're not keeping up on the other ends the more important things the internet and the hard drive space well you guys have seen the expansion slot right you've you've seen the ps5 expansion slot yeah yeah okay something's coming man it's cool like we're good it it it, it's there Sean, so, you have a lot um, of faith for someone that hasn't been a console gamer in a long time. You do, because what, what was the Series X? The Series X uh, hard drive is like an extra, what, 200-something dollars? Yeah, ridiculous amount so, of money. So, I mean, it is. It's like you're all, if, I mean, it's almost what you're paying for the price of a Series S is the price of the hard drive to upgrade. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy that just space to play these games or to upgrade the, the space is costing like two-thirds of the price of a Series X and PS5. I mean, it's just absolutely absolutely insane i get that that's how I, they i'm get just you. saying i'm just saying if you guys are concerned about it, it it's really your concern is over time that's what i've been hearing this entire time right you're, you're concerned about building your catalog and then maintaining it and having to juggle the data because you don't no, have i'm excited about the launch space. day games and then being able to install like a game in january because oh, i don't definitely. think i'm out of space right so <laughs> it's like, ideally it's like two months you would want to see an announcement Q1 2021 about this, right? That's the time frame that you would find acceptable. I, it should have been now. Like there should have been a solution now. Acceptable would be before it comes out. Okay. But true, like Sean right. was saying earlier, though, that we don't know the the ramifications of COVID nineteen, and maybe they did plan on having an announcement no, and I they know. couldn't. You I know, know. So. I get that. I just I think it's yeah. crazy. I think it's crazy that you know the the available space is is so little, and we're going to have to be continuously moving things. And I don't feel bad for myself. I have fine internet. And my, I don't have data caps. I feel bad for those that it's going to take you know the majority a day of people to yeah a majority of people i mean you look at the internet speeds in midwestern states and rural areas and it's not that great some areas yeah. so sorry techie geek yeah exactly down there in the, in the fucking sticks of nebraska you're not gonna have super fast internet. <laughs> so. devil's butt nebraska or wherever he's from. <laughs> oh, we it's love definitely you, gonna be it's we gonna be something you. we talk a lot about over the uh the course of the initial launch of these next gen consoles it's something so. we've already talked a lot about yeah we've ta- definitely we're, talked we're a lot gonna about keep it. talking about it though because my sad anus segment starts right now baby okay so yeah. we're not done
Yeah, Dan's was kind of combined into that, too. I don't think Dan said much, but that's because Dan no, sucks this week. No, I'm just kidding. He got I it do in. suck. Dan Life sucks. sucks. Oh, Dan sucks. Fuck. Dan what? sucks. Oh, Dan geez. sucks. <laughs> keep, Sean, keep it up, man. Come on now. Tell, tell us about this PlayStation 5 peripheral hunting because the fans, man, they're not they're not sick of hearing you talk about PS5 yet. Oh my gosh! Part two. Well, here we they're go. about to. We're they're gonna they're gonna have a problem in a couple minutes, man. Um, no, dude, I wasn't here last week. I wanted to touch in and just kind of report on my experience trying to find PS5 peripherals when they came out. So they came out the what was it uh, the thirtieth? Yeah, like a week or, ago. Yeah, it came out the thirtieth, right? So my my. My concern was that my stores in my area would get blasted with people trying to pick up all the peripherals and then come launch day, they wouldn't be restocked and I couldn't get them. Boy, was I wrong about that. I, I, I think I picked up the media remote. The first store I went to, I, I went to GameStop after running an errand like it, the GameStop was like right next to I, I went to Hobby Lobby. I'm not going to hide it. So I, went, I go to Hobby Lobby and then I walk right over to GameStop and I ask them and they're like, well, our shipment's not here yet because that's typical GameStop vernacular for <laughs> we don't have it. Our UPS sure. guy usually comes at four o'clock, so he's not here. It's only 12. I don't know what to tell you. I check back later. OK, cool, cool. So I go over to Target. It's in the same parking lot. I get the media remote. It's not on the shelves. You got to ask for it in the back, right? I think it's 30 so bucks, I get the, right? Get the media remote, 30 bucks. Awesome. I, I left it in the box. I'm not going to open it until I get the system. So I'm like asking the guy, I'm like, hey, you know, do you got the headset? What's going on with that? And he's like, no, nobody, nobody has the headset. And I thought he was just like, you know, typical retail guy. Like nobody's got it, blah, blah, blah. Get out of my face. So I go on this hunt, right? That's the guy I go you down, can uh, actually recruit in Watch Dogs Legion. Typical retail yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Typical retail <laughs> He's guy. Got yeah. Pretty sure I have him <laughs> on my crew. Gets uh, gets rid of all the enemies. They're like, sorry, I don't, we don't have it. Pretty yeah, sure I got sorry, him on guys. my crew. He's called the Disappointer. So exactly. Uh, I went to Walmart afterwards, and Walmart. This is my PSA to people. This is why I want to talk about this. So Walmart on their website will tell you they have stock, but they don't, and they never do. Right. So if you go to Walmart.com <laughs> and you're never like, do. <laughs> you go to Walmart.com and it says, oh, there's three left. That's translation for come to the store. You'll be disappointed, but you'll walk out with a pack of ho-hos. So we still made money off of you. So, hey, man, ho-hos are good. Underrated. Hey, hey, that's why you walk out with them, right? Ho-hos out of all the good, things but... in the store. I like Swiss rolls. Hell yeah, Dan. Yeah, they are. You know what I'm a big fan of is the Christmas tree cakes. Dan and I, dude, dude, Brian is in there too. I don't know about Kyle. That's like eating a candle. I eat a whole box of Christmas cakes right now. They're so waxy, dude. I love my Christmas tree cakes too, man. I do. Oh my gosh, you guys are disappointments. You're disappointments. Give me Swiss rolls. Actually, Swiss rolls. So just because I do haven't got to talk a whole lot, uh, Swiss rolls were three for five at Publix <laughs> yesterday. I went grocery shop and I picked up three boxes of Swiss rolls. I've already eaten three of them. <laughs> Dad's talking Swiss rolls today, guys. Yeah. Oh man! Last time I took my Saber kid camping, on Swiss rolls. I had one of the one of the strawberry He's shortcake Swiss rolls. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Nope. Oh, yeah, I do. No. They're like strawberry shortcake. Anyways. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. It was freaking I insane. They were so good. Anyways. Oh, you, that's that's the story? That's it, baby. This is a story. I'm no, go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, the headset. This is what we're talking about today, guys. The headset. If someone says they got the headset, 
Guess what, dude? They don't got the headset because nobody got the headset. All right. It's sold out everywhere. Don't even try to find the Pulse 3D headset. If you find it, it's a knockoff. And you probably got it at some shady dude at the swap meet. Okay. You better make sure it's legit because nobody has the headset. All right. I've gone everywhere to find the headset. I went to Walmart. They said they had three. They had none. I went to GameStop. I went to two different GameStops. The UPS guy didn't show up yet. Surprise, surprise. Target doesn't have it in anywhere. 30 miles of me, 100 miles of me, whatever. You can search for freaking Target in Mexico City. They don't got the headset. All right. Sean, do you not have a phone, bud? What? Do you not have a phone? I got a phone. I've been looking everywhere on my phone. Nobody has the no, headset. No, I mean, you Did know the that headset come out. So there's Did this the Pulse 3D headset come out? Because I'm telling you right now, it didn't. I can't I'm find just saying, it. There's your phone also has a feature on it where if you put in a certain set of numbers, <laughs> then you can speak. You can use your voice to talk to somebody <laughs> else. <laughs> at the other set of that numbers, and GameStop has their own set of numbers. So if you put in GameStop's numbers into your phone, press a button. You can talk to them. It's like FaceTime, but no faces. That's just not how I do business, Kyle. Okay, well, I'm, I an, I'm an in-person, word-of-mouth, brick-and-mortar store kind of guy. You spent more money on gas than you would have spent on the 3D Pulse headset. Not, not true, <laughs> homie, because they were all within a t- freaking 10-mile radius of my store, and I was so, on lunch break anyway. Let me I ask go this. Get some this tacos. is actually a question that I don't know, but I'm curious about. Is, is the Pulse 3D headset going to be the only headset that's like usable on the PS5 at launch, or can you no. hook up any old headset? It's not. not. It's not the only any headset. Any old headset's going to work just fine. All right, because I could pick up like a, Pulse 3D a sixteen dollar Chinese made headset from TJ Maxx. Well, not so, not so because you got to get the three D audio right. So you got to make sure the headset supports the new three D audio technology that what the if PS Five comes with. Then it's still gonna work. It's I still think. gonna work. It's just not gonna be the best experience. Yeah, it's gonna be the worst experience. It's gonna be like having six hundred and sixty seven available gigabytes on your hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> the the point is is that the headset game is actually really convoluted right now. There's so many options. You want to find the one from Sony because it's $100 versus like the Steel Series comparable is 150, right? So it's a big deal. Peripheral hunting right now is really tough. You you can hardly find charge stations. You can find a butt ton of cameras and media remotes, but you can't find the headset and then everyone and their mom is selling controllers right now. But yeah, peripheral hunting is no joke, man. If you guys haven't gotten out and tried to get your peripherals now, is the time. Go, go for today. It. If you're listening to the day this podcast yeah. posts, go Dude, today. Right now. Put the go phone down. Tomorrow. Yeah, stop go. listening to this stupid ass podcast and <laughs> go to your local store before the Series X comes out tomorrow, before the PS5 Woo! comes out on Thursday. Go find Whoa. those accessories. Go trade in your stuff. That's what I'm doing today, actually. I'm going to be yeah. going down to game. Not today, today, but like Monday today. I'm going to so be going to GameStop. in the future and it messes me up. Yeah, I well, I, I and I always correct myself because I know you guys don't know how I do it, but I always kind of put That's my mindset. You do in, it stupid, dog. When, Why when are I you sit, talking I, like that? I know, I know. I got to remember that you. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Well, I know. no, I uh, I traded in my Xbox One X and got the yeah, you did it last uh, trade in bonus. Yeah, I did it Tuesday since I was off, uh, and I traded in my OG play uh, PlayStation Four. Um, That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I got a hundred bucks for that and two hundred bucks. Or no, I got one hundred twenty-five for the OG PS4. You said you had a two terabyte in there though, right? So they still gave you the one twenty-five. No, I have a two terabyte in my PS4 uh, Pro. Oh, got it. Okay. 
because that the OG one. was the one I pre-ordered off of Amazon. That that's literally yeah. the one day one PS4. So Got I it. did have a ter- I did have a two terabyte in there, and then as I've upgraded my PlayStations, I've just swapped the hard you drives. Switched it, yeah. I got yeah. it. So no, I got 125 for that, and I got 200 for my Series X. Sure, I could have got or not Series X, uh, my uh, Xbox One X. One X. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it pretty much. I think I owe like I don't know, like 15 bucks or something for. Well, that's just that's for the uh, PS5 digital, the extra controller, and the uh, charging station. I don't know much for all of that, but the PS5 itself is paid off. Yeah, I'm taking all, right. all my stuff down uh, today and trading it in and trying to figure out exactly what I still need to pay for the console plus the games. These fucking games are stupid. Hey everybody, it's Jessica here, and I decided to do my own podcast called Romance Me Up. That's where every other week I like to discuss with you guys casually different romantic visual novels and help you guys get romanced up on a bi-weekly basis. If you guys like to talk about romance visual novels or even just to like to listen to romantic visual novel music or just visual novel music in general, please feel free to join me again every other week. I will see you guys then and until then, keep the romance alive. Let's update that game challenge for the week of 45. <laughs> Kyle, did you not finish anything this week? I didn't know. Mm, unfortunately, all I have played this week is well, not a lot. I have not played a lot this week. I'm going to be honest. I was so tired. I worked so much this week, but I I make that money. Still chugging through Ghost of Tsushima. I'm going to get there. All right, that leaves you at 34. Still needing to play God of War. Still needing to play Witcher Three. Still needing to play Life is Strange Two. Life is Strange Two might happen. Witcher Three probably not going to happen. God of War maybe. And then Nier you already gave up on, so it's unfortunate. Um, Nier, dude, I can't find Nier. I know. That it game's invisible. Be, that game it, disappeared. It needs to be on the uh, PlayStation Plus collection. I, I, I wish it was. It's weird that it it's not. Oh, dude, I'm sure I, it will it, be eventually. It, whenever it gets added, you guys definitely need to fucking play it. It's so good. Uh, Dan, Sean, you guys finish anything this week? I didn't beat anything. <laughs> Sean, did you beat anything? <laughs> hey, you know what's funny, man? I, I've been playing a lot of the mobile version of Carcassonne. Okay. So... Didn't beat I, I it though, did you? I don't want to say I've beaten that, but like I'm addicted to that. So hey, no, I, of Carcassonne, I didn't get to... the company that makes Carcassonne, what are they called? Age of Wonders? Something like that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're having Age a big sale on Amazon right now. So all of the games that oh, they make, what? including Ticket to Ride, Carcassonne. Uh, we just talked about Ticket to Ride, Ryan, on the media files. We did. I wish. But Carcassonne, I Ticket to Ride. Late, but it's uh, up now. Catan. Uh, there's another one called Seven Wonders Duel, which is a two-player game. They're all on sale on Amazon. Nice. Nice. Awesome games. I um awesome. I actually finished three games this week. I did finish Resident Evil 3 Remake and Mafia Definitive Edition before I had to take them back to Family Video. So I did finish those and I played through and finished because they also had it in and I grabbed it while I was there. And it's not a long game. Little Hope. The Dark Pictures Anthology. Nice. Hey. How, was it good? Uh, it was better than Man and Medan. It wasn't as good okay. as Until Dawn. Okay. So, I mean, they, they, they're they still struggling to reach kind of where they, they hit with Until Dawn, but it was definitely better than last year's Man and Medan. Until Dawn, cool. which will be on the PS Plus collection. It will be, yeah. Sean, I'm so excited for you to get a, your hands on some of these PS Plus games, man. Yeah, man. Well, you know, with my data cap, I'm I'm probably going to have to just, you know, be selective. <laughs> you know, the way my internet's set up. <laughs> Sean's going to have to just download one game a year, so. That's yeah, pretty man, much all last I'm going to play anyway. on there. We can... <laughs> I was watching on, some Last of Us me? videos last night. Last of Us 1 and 2 are both just 
complete masterpieces, dude. Uh, Sean, just send me your hard drive. I'll download it on the hard drive here, and then I'll just send it to you. It'd probably be a lot faster. It'd be faster, than, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'll get that UPS flat rate medium size box, baby. You could actually you could actually fly down to Vegas. That's about a two hour flight from where you are. Use my That's internet. About, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, that's Just probably the best idea. No, uh-uh, I don't trust it because you got either freaking CenturyLink or yep. Cox, and both of them are horrible. So I'm, I'd rather Link, go to South Carolina. Cox, but cheaper. I mean, I have yeah. Comporium. Who's ever heard of Comporium? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got Comcast Xfinity. I got the bad guy. I don't know what to got, tell you. That is the bad I got guys. A, I got AT&T, so. Are they yeah. good guys? I don't know. Uh, Internet's overloads. okay. It's not, the, it's not the greatest. Drive over to Dan's. Put in his kitchen cabinets, drive back to Kyle's, pick up your PS5 because it'll be done downloading by that point, and then go back home. <laughs> yep, and then go home. Easy peasy. No, lemon squeezy, baby. Lemon squeezy. Anyways, that means it's time for the new release roulette. Yeah, Take talking that. about spending all of this dough, we've got a multitude of games to go over. 18 games. You guys get 87 to split up. 80 today cool i'm retiring done that's some walking around money right there split up today 87 18 games but before we start diving into today we do have to go over last week's results we did what did we do four games last week yes cafe enchant was number one i guessed it would come in at a 75 we did not get enough reviews we had to throw that one out but that's good because nobody bet on it yes tomorrow was game number two i guessed it would come in at a 77 kyle you put six on it going dead on Dan, you put 15 on it going over. Sean, you weren't here. You put nothing. Four reviews, 55, the official top critic Damn. average. Wow. So we had no winners on that one. I guess the game, uh, mm. some serious frame rate and performance issues, which is holding it back, which is really mm. sad. Dang. Uh, Dirt 5 was next. I guessed it would come in at an 80. Kyle put 14 on it going over. Dan snuck in there, put 15 on it going over. We had 63 reviews. 81 is the official top critic average. Holy hell. Kyle, you earned 28 points. Dan, you earned 30 points, which brings oh. us to Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered, which came in, well, I said it would come in at an 83. Kyle, you put 10 on it going dead on. We had 19 reviews and 75 is the Damn. official top critic average. So, Dan, I don't You've like giving it. you this victory You've because it, you only got it because you you snuck in there and put 15 when Kyle put 14 on it going over. You put in that extra point so you would win, but it worked. You dirty rat. You I got to do something. It's like but Congratulations, Dan. <laughs> You're the big bad booty duty champion of the level down games. And you get to you pick the, the game gong. of the week. You changed the I gong. did. I did because yeah. he didn't level up, dog. Yeah, it's true. Never he, does. Yeah, I mean, you, you said you didn't want to give it to him, so he, he stunted, didn't level it, it stunted up. his growth at like 10 years old and then hasn't gotten any taller. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was done growing. <laughs> I just kept getting he's wider. Just, <laughs> <laughs> he's just growing outwards, baby. He's like a hockey puck. <laughs> but Dan, <sighs> because you did end up with 30 points to Kyle's 28, you do get to pick the game of the week this week. The oh, boy. Biggest week of the year. I'm going to break some hearts. you're going to pick fucking Call of Duty. And then <laughs> at the end of the show, at the I end of the show. Dirt. Oh, no, never mind. Shit, it's not there. <laughs> you picked the worst week, dog. You, you should have cheated and just given it to Kyle. I should have. I know. 
but then you also get the final words at the end of the show. Let's jump into this. We got 18 games and we're going to spend some time going over these. Uh, we'll talk about them. We'll talk about our hype levels. We'll 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 do all the usuals. It's going to be a fun segment here. The new release roulette. It's the main thing this week. Game number one coming on Tuesday to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Google Stadia, it's Assassin's Creed Valhalla. In Assassin's Creed Valhalla, become Ivor, a legendary Viking raider on a quest for glory. Explore a dynamic and beautiful open world set against the brutal backdrop of England's dark ages. Raid your enemies, grow your settlement, and build your political power in the quest to earn a place among the gods in Valhalla. Yeah, this game's tight, man. I, I started playing it on Thursday, as we talked about. If you tuned in over on Twitch, you saw me play it. It's fucking awesome. It's really cool. Really, really cool. Talking about that Twitch stream, that was a good stream, huh? I thought it actually went pretty well. We picked up a handful of new followers. Like I said, we had uh, like 135 unique viewers, which was sort of impressive. I think we peaked at like 12, which wasn't bad. So I think we, this had, is your we had name, a lot of eyes dude. on us. We had you, a lot of eyes on us. You streamed it pretty uh, well. I peaked for, right around 12 also. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> I peaked at like right 24. Now. I peaked at 20. Dad peaked at 36, baby. <laughs> Are you 36? I think he's 35. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I'll be 36 in like a month. Yeah. Congratulations, my boy. Thank you. You know who Actually, You know who will be 34 in like three days? Not you, Kyle. Kyle Vaughn. That's well, right. Aren't you 34? You're yeah. 34 now, Sean. I am 34. I, a bunch I of old have my men sitting day. around talking about Hold video on, games. So is Kyle the youngest? How Kyle are you, Brian? Young, 34. Okay. Okay. Kyle is the youngest. Oh, my God. Yeah. Kyle's the youngest by like a month or something. Well, a week. Not even a month. Yeah, it's not even a month. It's like a week. Kyle and I are exactly a week apart. We came out at the exact same time. Uh, what was it? Like 12.37 a.m. or something? We both no, I was right out into the world. <laughs> John's just trying to make it better. He's just trying to, <laughs> just trying to weave a story here. <laughs> but yeah, I highly, highly recommend signing up for at least Ubisoft Connect and playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, get really that cool. Ubisoft <laughs> Really fucking cool. It's Ubisoft Connect. <laughs> it, Ubisoft. Ubisoft. How does, Dan, how does Dan say it? Say it genu genuinely, Dan. How do you say it? Ubisoft. Ubisoft. <laughs> Ubisoft. <laughs> Game number two this week. Coming on Tuesday to PC, PlayStation 4, and Nintendo Switch. Sakuna of Rice and Ruin. This game looks really cool. Spoiled harvest goddess Sakuna finds herself banished from her opulent celestial home to an island overrun with demons. In the untamed wilderness, she must rediscover her birthright as the daughter of a warrior god and harvest goddess by weathering the elements, fighting monsters, and cultivating rice, the source of her power. By her side in this forbidding place is her guardian Tama and a group of outcast humans. Together, these unlikely companions must join hands to tame both the soil and the demons of Hinoi Island. That sounds dope, because if I had Tama Tonga as my guardian, I would never get effed with. Kyle, no? you and I had this one pretty high on <laughs> Thunderdome. Yeah, I think this one looks cool. It's like farming, sim, <laughs> Metroidvania, combat, grapple hook. It looks tight. Yeah, it looks like really all these cool. things. So. Keep it looks going. Really cool. What else do we got in there? <laughs> I don't know, Sean. You're just making Tomatonga jokes over there. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good dad joke, man. It, it wasn't we bad. just talked about how we're in our 30s, and you guys are like, eh. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> this game's only 40 bucks. Um... I probably will end up playing this. Probably not this week. This week is very, very packed. The rest of this year is packed in terms of like trying to find time to finish everything that's coming out over the next 10 days. But I, I will play through this because it does look fun. It looks like a lot of fun. Game number three 
coming on Tuesday. We're entering the next generation games now. We're starting with Xbox Series X games uh, on Tuesday. It's Tetris Effect Connected, which I think might be the only like exclusive Xbox Series X game we're going to. Now, there's another one a little bit later on, but there isn't like a lot of exclusive Xbox Series X games or S games. Tetris Effect Connected is the original game with all new co-op and competitive online and local multiplayer modes. This is Tetris like you've never seen it or heard it or felt it before. An incredibly addictive, unique and breathtakingly gorgeous reinvention of one of the most popular puzzle games of all time. I played Tetris Effect on the PlayStation 4 last year. Probably my favorite Tetris game. You loved it. You you told me that you used to put your own music um, to it, though, right? No, no. This game, you want to actually listen to the music that's in there because it's part of the experience. Like the music and the sound effects play a part in how you're playing Tetris. It's really cool. This game is so good. Yeah, you probably weren't. I highly recommend it. Uh, And the fact that Tetris Effect Connected is the same game with like co-op stuff and competitive modes. If I get a Series X, I'm probably going to pick up Tetris Effect Connected because I would play through it again, and I think it would be fun to do it. So uh, do so either co-op or competitively. So Uh, and like I said, there's not like a ton of games coming out for the Series X that are exclusive. Like they're riding the train of third party games and Xbox Game Pass for the launch, which is probably more than enough. But I mean, they don't have a ton of. Yeah, they don't have like a, you know, they have Gears 5. They don't have Gears 6, which would be a new one. They have Gears 5 which came out last year, but it's on Game Pass. And they have, you know, Forza Horizon 4, which came out like two years ago, but it's on Game Pass and they're including it as the launch lineup. They have, I don't know what else they have, Halo 5 probably, other things on there, the Master Chief Collection. But yeah, there's not a lot of exclusive stuff for the Series X right now. Game number four coming on Tuesday to PC, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. I assume it'll be backwards compatible. 13 Remastered. 13 is a remake of the cult first-person action game that was initially released in 2003. You play as 13, a man without an identity in a solo campaign with numerous twists and turns. Inspired by the eponymous graphic novel, the game features a completely reinvented and unique cell shading design. Bedroth and I actually talked about this game in our cell shaded BG Mania episode a few months ago. Cell shading's out, dog. Cell shading is uh, still a beautiful art style that, when used correctly, when used correctly, is is awesome so i liked the original 13 in 2003 i played it on the gamecube i'm looking forward to playing through this game again again it's not going to probably be something i play through this week but i will pick this up and play it eventually it does look cool from what i've seen and again the original game was really good i don't think any i think we talked about it. i don't think any of you ever even had played the original so might be something to check out Mm, yeah might be something to check out. I'd rather check out this next one that you're going to holler at because it Baby looks game number five coming on Tuesday to PC, PlayStation and Xbox. It is Yakuza like a dragon. Become Ichiban Kasuga, a low ranking Yakuza grunt left on the brink of death by the man he trusted most. Take up your legendary bat and get ready to crack some underworld skulls and dynamic RPG combat set against the backdrop of modern day Japan in Yakuza like a dragon. This I one looks tight like too. I'm so excited because... I never knew that these games were dope. Oh, they're so good. And then good. I saw I saw gameplay footage of like, you know, next gen stuff coming out and they showed this. I was like, this game looks amazing. Like what? And I think that for somebody that's never played a Yakuza game, Like a Dragon is a good jumping in point because it starts a new story arc. Okay. Like 
the uh, the main character from the first six games is retired and you're playing as a new main character starting in like a dragon. So it is a good jumping in point. Okay. Definitely might be something that you want to look into, especially when the like upgraded version comes out for PS5, because I, I know it's going to be backwards compatible right now on PS5. Like it'll be the PS4 version. And then I think in the springtime, they're releasing the upgraded version for PS5. Gotcha. So okay. by that point, definitely might be worth looking into if you haven't already played it yet. Uh, these games are great. There's so much to do. They're like it's like Shenmue on crack, man. There's so much to do in these games. I think I would wait for the PS5 version. Oh, yeah. 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 I think um, on Tuesday it actually comes out for Series X, but that's because they have a partnership with Sega for this game. Got you. OK, I've never played a Yakuza game. It's crazy, Kyle, because I know you would really enjoy these games with with the, you know, being living in Japan and stuff. The same thing with, like I said, with Shenmue. I mean, these games are just made for people that live in Japan. So it's really cool. Really cool. Game number six coming on Tuesday to PC, PlayStation, Xbox and Google Stadia. Destiny 2 Beyond Light. A new power is born out of the ancient pyramid ship above Europa's frozen frontier and a dark empire has risen beneath. In Destiny 2 Beyond Light, join your fellow guardians and bring down the empire at any cost, even if it means wielding the darkness itself. Dan, will you wield the darkness yourself? <laughs> I was waiting, man. You guys. We both right just jump in. Time. Dan! <laughs> we know uh, the type of games you play. Destiny and Call of Duty. Now's your time to shine. Yeah, I uh, I mean, sadly, I haven't played a whole lot of Destiny 2 over the last year. Uh, it was my most played game in 2019, over 400 hours. I am excited to uh, get this, and I will be jumping back into it and getting into a game that I love. Um, so Woo! super excited. And uh, being able to maybe wield some darkness uh, brings a very uh unique uh twist to this game because it's all about it's all so far it's been about the light and and trying to conquer that darkness so now maybe going a little evil um there's gonna be some uh choices to be made and i, maybe and I that's like what where the this is going beyond light maybe that's what it actually is referring to like you i believe it is okay yeah if you That's look into cool. the lore and stuff uh, where this game's going, I'm very excited to get back into it and really, uh, yeah, just play a lot more. So I'll be definitely streaming it a lot more and uh, playing it. Well, my plan is to play it through Game Pass once I do start uh, getting it. Well, not once I start getting, but once I have access to a, a Series X, I, I do want to install Destiny 2 and, and jump back into it because at least just to play the story content, man. They, they've added so much to it since I initially played through and got to like level 20 or whatever it was initially in Destiny 2. Like, that's where I stopped. I haven't played okay. any of the story content beyond that. Just what was in the base game itself. So because everything's included with Game Pass, I, I definitely will do that once I have time and once I have the console, because it'd be dumb not to. And this is their first like this is just them. Like we're done with all the Activision right. stuff, the stuff that they've just done bungee. in the past. Yeah, the, the stuff that they did the, the previous year, they still had some, there was still some Activision ties just because, you know, you, you plan stuff out uh, in advance with with companies. So this is like this is legit, just straight up Bungie. So, again, that's even another reason I'm excited to kind of get back into it to really this is where Bungie can put their stamp and really show us what they've uh are capable of uh game number seven coming on tuesday the other game that is exclusive i think for a period for xbox series x enlisted enlisted is a squad-based first-person mmo shooter covering key battles from world war ii the game carefully recreates weapons military vehicles and the atmosphere of that era while demonstrating massive clashes of numerous soldiers tanks and aircraft with artillery and naval support uh, I looked into this. It sounds cool, but it looks sort of generic. So 
I don't think it's going to do well. I don't. I've never even heard of it. I didn't really either until I started looking into it when I put this list together. So uh, I, I think it's entering early access on Tuesday. Yeah. It's like alpha um, test or something. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's it, but it is like exclusive to the Series X for a time. So we'll see. I mean, it could be cool with with enough polish and, you know, some some dedication to it. But I just don't see this doing well. So we'll see how it does. The, the history fan in me would love to just try this out. But yeah, like graphically right now, it doesn't look that. Oh, great. it looks rough. It looks rough. Yeah, it does look rough. Uh, still on Tuesday. Last game on Tuesday. Coming to PC, PlayStation, Xbox and Nintendo Switch. Fuser. From the creators of Rock Band and Dance Central comes Fuser, a nonstop virtual music festival where you control the music. Combine elements of the world's most popular songs to create your own sound or partner with friends on epic collaborations. Then share your amazing mixes and headlining performances with the world. So basically, this game lets you become a DJ. Okay. It's DJ yeah, Hero without that. the uh, it's DJ Hero without get, uh, the peripheral. I gotta get DMCA'd for it when I stream probably it. will. Probably yeah, will. No, exactly. You think you get DMCA'd for? Uh, what, what were you playing that you got DMC Tony? Was it Tony Hawk or was it some? I forget exactly what you were playing that you got DMCA'd for. I think it was Tony probably, Hawk. Probably Tony Hawk. Yeah. Now that I when I play when I stream NHL, I j- I've turned the in-game music off. So yeah, I, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Don't get me started. Stupid, stupid stuff you got to do. But yeah, I'm not gonna play Fuser. It looks cool. Um, being like a, a virtual DJ, but I don't give a shit. Like I got too much other uh, stuff to play. I will try this out. I think my wife will love to play it. Off to tell her about it. Uh, actually, right behind me, a few feet is still our uh, DJ hero. Uh, oh my uh, god! Tables. That's yeah, we awesome. Played some DJ hero. Hell yeah, dude. You had yep. DJ hero. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Dude, me and my wife spent a lot of time, man. Between Guitar Heroes, I mean, I still have a Guitar Hero for my 360. We'll dust that off every once in a while. Rock out on a Friday night. Uh, yeah, I. I, I I uh, do love these games. Uh, game number nine. We're starting to move on to PS5 games now. We're on Thursday. Finally on Thursday. Coming to PS5, Woo! Astro's Playroom. From the team behind the critically acclaimed PlayStation VR adventure Astrobot Rescue Mission comes a brand new platformer preloaded on your PS5 console. Explore four worlds, each one showcasing innovative gameplay using the new and versatile features of the PS5 DualSense wireless controller. The game is free for all PS5 console users and is designed to be enjoyed by gamers and families alike. So Sean. I guess that answers the question that it will come preloaded. That's yes, it does. Yeah, it okay. does. Uh, Sean, are you going to uh, play Astro's Playroom? Dude, I talked some crap about this during Thunderdome, and usually I will try to brush that off and be like, "Oh yeah, no big deal." And uh, I meant what I said, but I, I I eat crow on this one, dude. I'm actually excited for Astro's Playroom. It looks I- fun. A lot of gameplay videos have come out of the past few days, and it does look fun. It looks really good, and I think. Playing it just to understand your DualSense controller might be a really good investment. And it's only supposed to be like five hours, I think. It's not a long game. Well, five hours is really good for a built-in game on the system. That's true. That's true. You think of like Super Mario Brothers or games that used to come packaged in with consoles. Like, I mean, Mario World was packaged in, but those games aren't that long. Like how One Two Switch should have come packaged in with the cost with the let's with the not, console. Let's not get started on like that. An hour. That's not. I can't believe you bought it. That I didn't buy it. I borrowed it from a friend. Oh, okay, I was gonna say that was your mistake. I bought Snipper Clips instead of One Two Switch. I I played One Two Switch more than Snipper Clips, dude. <laughs> yeah, insane. One Two Switch yeah. should have been free. Game number ten, also on Thursday, coming to PC and PS Five. I think it's also on PS Four. It's Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks takes you on a whimsical adventure Whoa. to Snacktooth Island, home of the legendary half bug, half snack creatures, Bug Snacks. 
Invited by intrepid explorer Elizabeth Megafig, you arrive to discover your host nowhere to be found, her camp in shambles, and her followers scattered across the island alone and hungry. It's up to you to solve the mysteries of Snacktooth Island. What happened to Lizbert? What are bug snacks and where do they come from? But most of all, why do they taste so good? I cannot wait for this game. It's free for those of us that have PlayStation Plus. So a no brainer to download it and pick it up. so good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Um, it. How come you don't respond to people's friend requests? Yeah, Kyle. (laughs) Dude, my PS5 hasn't been online in months. His excuse for that that was when he didn't know where to go (laughs) to accept the friend request. (laughs) That thing's been pending for a year and a half. You mean you couldn't find it in a year and a half? Well, I I also haven't looked. I know. You're a doctor. And you can't find the friend request feature on a PS4. I'm a thugonomics doctor. (laughs) Game number 11 coming on Thursday to PlayStation 5, Demon Souls. From PlayStation Studios and Bluepoint Games comes a remake of the PlayStation classic, Demon Souls. Entirely rebuilt from the ground up and masterly enhanced, this remake introduces the horrors of a fog-laden, dark fantasy land to a whole new generation of gamers. Those who faced its trials and tribulations before can once again challenge the darkness and stunning visual quality with incredible performance. In his quest for power, the 12th King of Bulletaria, King Allant, channeled the ancient soul arts, awakening a demon from the dawn of time itself, the Old One. With the summoning of the Old One, a colorless fog swept across the land, unleashing nightmarish creatures that hungered for human souls. Those whose souls were stripped from them lost their minds, left only with the desire to attack the sane that remained. Now, Boletaria is cut off from the outside world, and the knights who dare penetrate the deep fog to free the land from its plight are never seen again. As a lone warrior who has braved the baneful fog, you must face the hardest of challenges to earn the title Slayer of Demons and send the old one back to its slumber. I mean, this is my main game this week. I am I'm so very excited for Demon excited Souls. for other people to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that you were better at these games, Kyle, because I think that you would actually like really appreciate them the further in that they get. It's a game that I'm really going to enjoy watching other people play like on Twitch and stuff. I know that, but it's not for me. That got me coming on Thursday to PC and PS5. It's Godfall. And I hope I'm not the only one that buys this this week. I hope one of you guys picks it up as well. Godfall is a brand new next gen looter slasher set in a bright fantasy universe filled with heroic knights and arcane magic. Embark on adventure in a fantasy action RPG that utilizes high impact third person melee combat to engage players as they hunt for loot, don legendary armor sets and defeat vicious enemies. Face challenging missions that reward you with head turning loot as you vanquish the armies that stand against you. What do you think, Dan? I'm definitely intrigued. Um, I think this will be the uh, I do want to buy it uh, again. It's I got to sit down and figure it's out your style of game. Plan. What's that? It's your style of game. Oh, no. One hundred percent. It is. Um, is it like Destiny? Is that what this is? Almost identical. Yeah, except it's, it's like, like Destiny yeah. meets Diablo from what yeah. I can yeah. understand. Uh, yeah, the, the problem. Uh, the problem is, is uh, is just the grindingness of these games. You know, I'm going to be jumping back into Destiny. Man, I do want to play this. <laughs> yeah, I got. I really got to sit down and figure out this this next week and what I'm going to buy and what I'm going to play. Because You're running out of time. Yeah, oh, you need no, to do I know it. I am. I know I am. You need to stop um, I mean, I can't really, I can't really stop buy this to anyway until I have that and PS5. And trying to figure anyway. out. <laughs> try to figure out what you're buying 
The kids can wait, Dan. Well, it's just, you know, I just, the money, man. I mean, 70, that's a problem too. 70 bucks for a brand new game. I mean, I'm looking at 70 bucks for that. You're looking at 40 bucks for Beyond Light. I want to pick up uh, Black Ops. So that's 60 uh, bucks. 60 bucks. I mean, fuck. It's expensive. Let me ask you this, Dan. Would this game give you pause enough to see what people say about it so that you could choose between Destiny and Godfall? Well, I mean, I'm getting Destiny probably day one, no matter what. Okay, why? Because I'm I'm a huge Destiny fan. I I know that I haven't played it in the last year, but I it's still one of my probably favorite franchises in video games of all time. So um, you're you're banking on the promise of it redeeming itself from the grips of Activision Blizzard? Yes, I mean I I think it's okay. gonna be great. Um, I you gotta take those risks good. sometimes for seventy. But see, that's the know. problem though. Now you gotta <laughs> now it's seventy bucks, sixty bucks you've I been know. dealing with for a while. I now know. it's like seventy bucks. I mean, we're getting like so close to a hundred dollars for a game, man. Like holy Hold shit, on, guys. It's sixty nine ninety nine, okay. And weren't you guys like dumping on me a couple months ago when we had this conversation? You were like, "Oh, I'd love to pay the developers that much money, and they deserve it." No, got to do no, it for was, the kids. That was Brian. That was Brian. Well, that was me. That was me. me. And I and and I said that I would pay like a hundred bucks a month for a service that uh, included all games, and I still would. I still stand by that because I'm pay- I'm about to spend two hundred and seventy dollars on games this week. I would gladly pay 100 bucks a month to have access to everything. I'd pay 150 bucks a month to have access to everything. I would pay money to have access to games monthly. I would. I absolutely would. But I wouldn't pay 100 bucks a month or 100 bucks per game. That's fucking dumb. I would pay 100 bucks for a service that included everything, though. Yeah, you don't want the Ascended Edition of Godfall for 99.99? Uh, well, I don't. Yeah, That's I fucking know. stupid. Like, <laughs> but I did. It shot. Honestly, I thought about waiting a few days to kind of see what this game looked like and to see if it's something I'd want to drop 70 bucks on. Yeah. yeah, but I'm probably just I, I, there's there's just there's so little coming out for PS5 uh, the first two months that I probably will end up just getting this on the release to have access to it. Um, I mean, I bought Destiny when it first came out, even though I traded it. I buy a lot of stuff and then trade it in later or sell it later. So I probably will well, do that with this one as well. And, and this is maybe where I've, you know, screwed myself and bought the digital. I will be if I buy this game. Oh, yeah, you can't. You can't. That's right. Yeah. 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 So. so. Oh, you got the digital PS5. You I did. are what they call le fucked. So, <laughs> <laughs> game no, number thirteen no. coming on Thursday. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Be greater. Be yourself. Woo! Experience the rise of Miles Morales as the new hero masters incredible, explosive new powers to become his own Spider-Man. In the latest adventure in the Marvel Spider-Man universe, teenager Miles Morales is adjusting to his new home while following in the footsteps of his mentor Peter Parker as a new Spider-Man. But when a fierce power struggle threatens to destroy his new home, the aspiring hero realizes that with great power, there must also come great responsibility. To save all of Marvel's New York, Miles must take up the mantle of Spider-Man and own it. And if you get the uh, co- like the digital or collector's edition, whatever the fuck it's called, it comes with the uh, original game as well, which I think, Sean, you got. Yes, it did. And I'm super stoked about it. It was $69.99. Yeah, 20 bucks more than the uh, regular game, $49.99. It comes with the remastered version, which even if you bought the game separately for a better deal on like Black Friday, you get the better version. I'm so 100% down when it's such a smart play by them. Oh, yeah. To do that. Brilliant. Yeah. Including it. it's, It's super smart. And there's apparently a ton of people who are really sad about not being able to buy the standalone remaster. And I, um, I, I, yeah, I feel bad I, for I, I, I've seen a lot of complaints on that. I mean, it sucks that they're not selling it standalone. Yeah, I mean, what would be the price that they could put it out for, though? I mean, 
$29.99. Yeah. Sell it, for, sell it for 10 bucks more than, I mean, it's 20 bucks if you count it, like if you're buying the base version for 50 or the collect the collection, which you got for, what is it, $69.99, you said? Um, yeah. I mean, it's 20 bucks more, so I could see them maybe selling it for $29.99, trying to make a small profit off of it by itself. And then if you really wanted to, to buy it through the collection, you could save, a, you know, 10 bucks. I think it'd be smart to do that, but who knows if they will. Game number 14 coming on Thursday to PlayStation 5. It's also on PS4. Sackboy, a big adventure. Iconic PlayStation hero Sackboy bursts back into breathtaking action with a huge, fun and frantic 3D multiplayer platforming adventure and a whole new edgy sacktitude. And here's what's going down. The dastardly Vex, a near mythical being born of chaos and fear, no less, kidnaps Sackboy's friends and forces them to build his topsy-turvy. This most deadly diabolical device will transform Craftworld from a fantastical land of pure imagination and innocent dreams into a torrid, barren eyesore of nightmares. Oh, the fiend. <laughs> the legend tells of a prophecy from deep within the ancient order of the knitted knights, Craftworld's legendary protectors. For only the brave, fearless, chivalrous, and yes, gallant can save the day in an almost too dramatic for words race against time, stuffed with danger and peril. So much peril. Set off alone or with your bravest friends on a whirlwind of capers across the snowiest mountains, the leafiest jungles, the wettest underwater realms, and the spaciest of space colonies. Take down Vex. Save the sack folk. Save the day. It's time to fulfill your destiny, Sackboy. From Wooly Wonderkid and Hes uh, Hessian Hero, Rise, our knitted knight. I can't wait for this game. I am so excited for this, man. Yeah, this this is one of my, besides Demon Souls, definitely one of my most anticipated for the uh, for the PlayStation 5 launch. I, I love a good platformer. Uh, it looks like they are really, really embracing that role for this game. It looks like it could have been developed by Nintendo, and that has me excited. My kids are big fans of Little Big Planet. And so this will be a game that I sit down and probably do the entire thing with my five year old. Yeah. And I wonder how long this one's going to be like, I, again, I'm probably guessing maybe 10 hours, maybe if we're lucky. Maybe yeah. this will be I've been wanting to actually get my wife on stream. So maybe this is something me and her can play together. I think that'd probably be cool. Yeah. You could do push ups with her on your back. No, Dan's Dan's not buff enough for that. Only only <laughs> only Kyle was. Yeah. Kyle no sat there, ripped his shirt off like Hulk Hogan, and then got down and did push up. No, I was kidding. <laughs> Doing a cock push up on Twitch. You know, you can only do this one, game, though. like you said, probably going to go 10 Woo! hours or so, maybe, you know, to play the whole thing. But I guarantee that my kids are going to play it in infinite more hours than that. I mean, they will go back and play this game over and over and unlock things and do different characters. I mean, they're just going to fall in love with it. How many dual senses do you have? Do. You're going to have football spiked and pissed on dual senses. <laughs> you might want to pick up another one while you can. You might have to get a third one, yeah. Just order a case. <laughs> I actually think this will be the game that Jessica probably is most interested in for the PlayStation 5 launch as well. Uh, when when the PS4 came out, she only played Knack, so she might only play Sackboy. We'll see. We'll see. There you go. Uh, game number 15 coming on Thursday to PC and PlayStation 5 and PS4. It is the Pathless. From the creators of Abzu, the Pathless is the mythic adventure of an archer and an eagle in a vast forest. Explore an open world and travel to a mystical island to dispel a curse of darkness that grips the world. Oh, that grips the world. That's the end of the sentence. Together with your eagle companion, discover the history of the island and fight epic battles to restore light to the land. I'm looking forward to this one. I like little indie games like this at the uh, when at a console launch, and I love uh, Abzu. I thought Abzu was a great game. 
a lot very similar to, you know, those walking simulators like Journey. I know the Pathless is going to be similar to that. So I'm looking forward to it. Looks cool. Game number 16 coming on Thursday to uh, PlayStation 5 only. And I think it might be coming to PS4 as well, but PS5 for now. And then Xbox uh, Series X gets it like beginning of next year. Overcooked, all you can eat. Overcooked, Overcooked 2, and all additional content are blended together and remastered in this delicious definitive edition. Enjoy hundreds of levels of cooperative cooking chaos across increasingly perilous and obscure kitchens. Uh, if you don't have Overcooked or Overcooked 2, this is a great co uh, collection to own. She wants to play this, and, and I'm super down, but I feel like I'm just going to get frustrated and end up football spiking my dual sense or pissing I feel that it, way like every Kyle's time kids. I play Overcooked. I get it's so frustrated. It's absolutely worth it, man. Absolutely no, it is. It. It, it is. And if you can get past the frustration, like I get frustrated too. But when Jessica and I sit there and play it together, dude, it's so much fun. Are you serious? I'm going to end up buying this in a controller then probably because... It's so much fun. Like... Ugh. You would have fun, like, introducing your wife to be able to play games with you and especially Overcooked. Like, you remember Kyle's streams when he did it with Lindsay? They were good stuff. Yeah, but we I found myself stream on streaming stream. at the computer monitor. I was like, no, 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 not the bun! Like, yeah, you, you did. You did beat, you beat the first one on stream, right? And then you guys never finished the second one. Correct, correct. Yeah, I remember that. Lindsay actually played the second one with her sister on stream. Lin Lindsay's actually uh, pretty yeah. decent at these games, yeah. I remember her. She was, she She's was pretty good She's not a good gamer. Them. Yeah, she was she was pretty good at him. And I remember you guys were uh, getting frustrated with one another. Good times. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to avoid, well, man. She was getting frustrated with me because I would do something wrong and then blame it on her. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> we got two games left. We're on Friday. PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Dan's game of the year. I'm Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. This is the War Zone for Game of the Year. Right so, stupid. <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. The iconic Black Ops series is back with Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, the direct sequel to the original and fan favorite Call of Duty Black Ops. Come face to face with historical figures and hard truths as you battle around the globe through iconic locales like East Berlin, Vietnam, Turkey, Soviet KGB headquarters, and more in the early 1980s. Uh, Kyle, I saw uh, Reagan. Ronald Reagan is in this game. So it made me wonder, like, could you ask if you wanted to put like Franklin Roosevelt in the game? Could you? I guess you probably could. Yeah. I, you know, after we had that conversation, I was thinking about like the civilization games because you yeah. can put, you know, yeah, like they Gandhi have a ton of like historical and... figures in it, too. Yeah, you're right. And then also Assassin's Creed 3 had like George Washington in it. That's true. That's true. That is true. And I don't and I don't know that they had to get permission from like the, the owners of the estate of George Washington. Probably not. Right. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know. Like, but it can't be somebody that's alive. Right. Like you can't use somebody's alive likeness in a game. So you can't put I couldn't I couldn't make LeBron James's golf. They tours. always have that like disclaimer, though, like any resemblance to persons past or present, you know, whether they be fictional or not is purely coincidental or whatever like they always have that like disclaimer sometimes at games so i don't know but i don't I, know but either I, but i, I think don't think it right. can be a live person i think they have but to I be dead right i think you're right i got it right here uh gamedev.stackexchange.com is reporting that basically you can't put a dead person in your game unless they are historical figures and if they've been dead for 80 plus years so I think they may have had to get permission for Rana. For they Rana probably had one. to get permission for Reagan. Then they almost yeah. had to. Interesting. Okay. That is interesting, though. Yeah. yeah. Eighty years makes sense. Um, our last game, game number eighteen, coming on Friday to PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch: Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. 
Experience the music of Kingdom Hearts like never before. Melody of Memory features 20 plus characters, 140 plus music tracks, and online versus multiplayer mode. Play as familiar faces from the Kingdom Hearts series, including Disney guest characters who will appear to lend you a hand as you explore the music and memories from the classic series. Yeah, okay. I'm picking this up. I'm picking this up. Here's, here's the deal with this game. The most boring level on this game is going to be the most iconic song of the of the franchise for Dearly Beloved. I can't wait to play this, though, dude. Like, it's going to be like one piano hit every two beats. That's great. That's I like, bo- boring. I know. <laughs> what? But that's the, I like the feet rhythm games. Like, I like Final Fantasy feet rhythm. I assume this is going to be very similar to that, where you're just like pushing buttons and time of the music. And I like that kind of stuff. I like Kingdom so, Hearts. I like the music. I'll, I'll support it. I'll pick it up. Is is the appeal to this game like you could get stoned and just like sit back and kick it? Sure. I do that with every that, game, though. OK, OK. As you say, it doesn't matter for Brian. <laughs> yeah, I do that for every game. It doesn't matter. It could be, it it could be really and he'd get high and kick back and play. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice thing about Assassin's Creed Valhalla is you can get stoned, just kick back and play stoned, it. kick back and play. That's what I was. I was I last really night. like World of Warcraft. I just I get stoned, fuck. kick back and play. Play it. Yeah, I was high as fuck when I was streaming it last night, but probably couldn't tell. <laughs> I actually couldn't. Yeah. Those are the games. Now here, man, it's been forever. Here are the scores. <laughs> For Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I'm going to go with an 84. For Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, I'm going to go with a 75. For Tetris Effect Connected, I'm going to go with an 88. For 13 Remastered, I'm going to go with a 72. For Yakuza Like a Dragon, I'm going to go with an 85. For Destiny 2 Beyond Light, I'm going with an 80. For Enlisted, I'm going with a 60. For Fuser, I'm also going with a 60. For Astro's Playroom, I'm going with an 82. Bug Snacks, I'm going to go with a 79. Demon Souls, I'm going 91. Godfall, 83. Spider-Man Miles Morales, I'm going to go with an 84. Sackboy A Big Adventure, I'm going 82. The Pathless, I'm going to go with a 77. Overcooked All You Can Eat, I'm going to go with an 81. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, I'm going with an 80. And Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, I'm going with a 75. While the guys get their bets figured out, let's jump to a preview of BG Mania, a video game music podcast. Last week on the show, I had the pleasure of sitting down and chatting with Barry Epoch Topping, the composer to the recently released murder mystery game with an incredible Vaporwave soundtrack, Paradise Killer. Check it out. What I was also uh, really happy to see is that you had a lot of those uh, sexy saxophone solos, man. You had Fabian Hernandez on the sax. and yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Anytime he kicked in with that. Was it him on every track that there was a saxophone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. every track okay. is Fabian, like every single one. OK, that's awesome because incredible. Absolutely incredible. He is like, obviously an incredible sax player. One of, one of the best guys I've ever worked with. One of the easiest people ever to work with as well because he genuinely like liked the music that we were recording because, you know, he's he's like a like a job in sax guy, so he gets a ton of work. I think he played on 50 albums this year or something. Oh, but, wow. Holy crap. Yeah, so for someone like that to say to me, like, oh man, this is some of my favorite stuff I've ever played on, like, that, that's, that's amazing. That's I, a huge compliment, I know, man. It's insane. And I think you can tell as well because his playing is so choice and that was a lot of those solos are comped from like eight you know he sent me eight solos for a track and be like and that had to be like this is all amazing what what am i supposed which to do one do i use <laughs> so yeah i mean i've got an absolute absolute bounty of stuff from him and it's it's all amazing so that's incredible man that's so cool that's awesome brand new episodes of bg mania are available every wednesday and saturday come join us on this musical adventure all right guys Reveal the wagers. Okay, boyos, we're coming in hot, hot, hot. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Lachaim. 
We're going to go 10 over that 84 that you got on there. Uh, we're going to throw five dead on for Yakuza like a dragon at 85. We got Demon Souls. We're going to go eight under. I don't think it's going to hit that 91. I think we're going to go eight under on that. Okay. Uh, Godfall, you got it at an 83. I'm going to put five on that going over. Okay. Miles Morales, you put an 84 on that. That's that's discount, man. 20 for over. 27. Okay. 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 Um, Sackboy, a big adventure. You got 82. I got 15 for over on that. I think that game is going to be a rock star. The Pathless, 77. I got seven under, man. Not feeling it too much. Uh, no, no, no hate for me over here. Just don't know if it's going to hit that 77. So, uh, call of duty, black ops, cold war. You got 80. I I'm okay with that. Five dead on boom, put it down. And then kingdom hearts, melody of memory. You put it at a 75. I'll put 500 on that as well. I like the strat Kyle. What are you Grand going total, with? 80. Alrighty. This is 80 points total. Assassin's creed Valhalla. I'm going eight points over in 84. Yakuza, I'm going eight points under the 85. Uh, Destiny 2 Beyond Light, eight points under. Would you give it 80? 80. Astro's Playroom, I will give that an eight points over the 82 you projected. Mm-hmm. Bug Snacks, four points over. Demon Souls, eight points under the 91. <laughs> you guys Godfall, aren't confident eight. on that 91. What's that? I said, you guys aren't confident on that 91. 91 no, seems high. I, think, I, I would go think under anything on 91. Okay. I think. Godfall, eight points under the 83. Miles Morales, eight points over the 84. Sackboy, eight points over the 82. The Pathless, eight points under the 77. And Black Ops 4, four points under the 80. All right, Dan. Okay. Oh, you did You did go simple. You just split it between four games. I did. These are the four games that I care about. Playing um, it much tighter. I am. I got, uh, I got one win, so now I, I got to try to go back to back. A little momentum here. Uh, for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I'm going 20 Sevien over. Okay. For Destiny 2 Beyond Light, I'm going 20 Sevien over. Okay. For Godfall, I'm going 20 Sevien under. Okay. I'm, I'm on the fence, so we'll see. And for Call of Duty Black Ops, I'm going 20 over, which I think I'm the only one going over, right? Yeah. Did you yeah. say that you weren't betting with your heart? Because this doesn't feel mm-hmm. like it. <laughs> I think he bet with his heart. <laughs> well, I'm going. I, I don't know, man. I'm just going with my gut. Um, okay. And, All right. And I can take that. I just and a little bit of heart. So I can see a lot of your, your flavor it. in there. I dig it. Yeah. yeah you know? I, dig it. I mean, it, I like, yeah, these I like four the games. Split. These four games are me. Um, I didn't really want to bet on anything that I. I mean, I there's you know Sackboy I could have bet on and Bugsnack because I am gonna probably pick those up and play, but I wanted all my the 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 meat and potatoes on these four games that I'm 100% gonna be probably playing. So for sure, yeah, you don't want to bet your your bank on the asparagus, right? I'm okay. No, with it. fuck asparagus. <laughs> yeah, Bef- before Dan chooses the uh, the game of the week this week, we have. I like actually, asparagus. I, I actually do enjoy asparagus. It, it's probably <laughs> one of the very few vegetables that I like. I love asparagus. I like, as, I like asparagus. I like spinach. I like all that stuff. Um, 
before Dan, before you choose the game of the week, we do have a ton of other stuff coming out this week. Uh, on Tuesday, we have a multitude of other Xbox Series X and S launch games. Borderlands 3, Bright Memory, Dead by Daylight, Destiny 2, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, Dirt 5, Evergate, Fortnite, Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5, Gears Tactics, Grounded, King Oddball, Man Eater, Manifold Garden, Observer System Redux, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Planet Coaster Console Edition, Sea of Thieves, Warhammer Chaos Bane, Watch Dogs Legion, and WRC 9. On Thursday, NBA 2K21 releases for PS5 and Xbox Series X and Just Dance 21 releases for or Just Dance 2021 releases everywhere. Uh, And then on Thursday, the PS5 launch titles that we didn't go over Borderlands 3, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, Dirt 5, Fortnite, Maneater, Observer System Redux and Planet Coaster Console Edition. And then on Friday this week, the Super Mario Brothers Game and Watch handheld releases. Dan, what's the game of the week and why is it Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War? (laughs) (laughs) Well... I will throw you a slight curveball. It's not. Uh-oh. It's not going to be Black Ops. Okay. Oh. This is tough. I mean, th- this is tough. There's an argument for. You're going Destiny 2 for. Damn it. Oh, well. What's that? I said you're going to go Destiny 2 then. Damn it. Yeah, it's it's going to be Destiny 2. That That is the pick <laughs> of the week. <laughs> so many better games. No, I was kidding. It's your choice, man. Destiny 2 Beyond Light. It's your Light. choice, I- man. Yeah, can't, can't uh, yeah, I thought about you won. I, I thought I thought about going Godfall just because that wouldn't have any ties to any other. You know, that's just a new series. But I, I yeah. want to go. I'm going to go with my heart here and I'm going to go Black Ops or not. See, Jesus uh, Christ. Oh, God. Destiny 2 Beyond so Light. Heart, my heart, heart is just pulling Black me Ops. so many directions. Your heart is man. saying Holy. Black Ops. <laughs> God almighty. This, this is exactly how I feel right now is i feel like you drove into del taco and ordered a burger everyone knows the del taco <laughs> burger is dope but you don't go to del taco thinking i'm gonna get a burger you know like it's taco joint man like yeah. you're picking a game that's been out forever and all these new ones coming out i it's a good game it's just well, funny beyond to me. light hasn't been out forever it is a new expansion so i'd be like yeah. us choosing shadowlands for the game of the week which we probably would so eh, why wouldn't would we, we? I would. We probably will in a couple weeks. Yeah, I probably will. You know what? Like you know two what? Weeks. Sean, if you weren't happy with it, you should have been here last week to beat Sh- me. Oh, oh, Sean. You should have won last week, Sean. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, cowboy. I was here last week. I just wasn't able to make the makeup session that you guys that put true. I wasn't that here. Is, that is very true. I wasn't so here. So I never the lost stream. the title, Dan. I still <laughs> got the belt. Well, this Sunday, me versus you, <laughs> final match, rubber match, gear, let's We've got Sean, we've got Dan, <laughs> in a steak dinner match. No, kidding. <laughs> All right, let me complete the package then. Weighing in at 362 pounds, hailing from Butthole, South Carolina, Dan! 300 pounds? God damn. You did that do it for you? Did you just say Dan weighed 300 good. pounds? What? Did you say Dan weighed 300 pounds? 362 pounds. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's, you put on some weight, Dan. Face a little bit. Put on some oh, weight. <laughs> You're shy by a few. <laughs> Sean, oh, cue, me, cue me up that lightning round. Oh, you must be talking about the... Three. <laughs> yeah, baby. I'm ready to get this done. Did Let's you get, get the show the over with. Gold in there? I did. I heard the three. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It was good. Let's get this done. We got 12 <sighs> minutes on the clock. We're not going to need it all. It's a short lightning round this week. 12 minutes on the clock. It begins now. 
the latest sales figures are in for the Nintendo Switch. As of September 30th, Nintendo has announced that the Switch is currently sitting at 68.3 million units sold worldwide. We also know that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is still number one in terms of software sales at 28.99 million units sold. But Animal Crossing New Horizons is knocking on the back door, sitting at 26.04 million units sold. Uh, the rest of the list, if you want to know other sales numbers, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate sitting at 21.10 million. Breath of the Wild is sitting at 19.74 million. Pokemon Sword and Shield, 19.02 million. Super Mario Odyssey, 18.99 million. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevees at 12.49 million. Super Mario Party at 12.10 million. Splatoon 2 at 11.27 million. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, 8.32 million. Luigi's Mansion 3, 7.83 million. Ring Fit Adventure, 5.84 million. Super Mario 3D All-Stars, 5.21 million, which was only done in 12 days. It's worth noting. Super Mario 3D All-Stars sold 5.21 million in 12 days. Uh, Paper Mario The Origami King, 2.82 million. Clubhouse Games, 51 Worldwide Classics is a 1.81 million and then xenoblade chronicles definitive edition 1.4 million so hey that clubhouse mind. games is deserving of that 1.81 man that game is great it's probably deserving of more than the 1.81 so is xenoblade That's chronicles true. definitive edition like seeing it clubhouse games and then paper mario sitting you know less than 5 million where everything else is like sky high kind of sucks but we'll see yeah drawn to life two realms has been announced for pc and switched Developed by Digital Continue and published by 505 Games, it's currently scheduled to release on December 7th for $9.99. The quirky Raposa and your drawn hero return to Drawn to Life 2 Realms, the next installment in the beloved franchise. You again take on the role of the creator, unlocking the mysterious connection between the two worlds and creating a hero to save them both. Is anybody playing the Drawn to Life games? They were on the 3DS, I think. No, it's not like Scribblenauts, right? It sort of is. I think you like draw your main character and then okay. like, and you're drawing other things as well. That's the premise of the game. I think they okay. were on the 3DS. I've just never played any of them. Never played them. I might check it out. It's only 10 bucks. So we'll see. Uh, Sean. All right, here we go. Sony has confirmed that launch day sales for the PlayStation 5 console will be conducted entirely through online retailers such as Walmart, who has been advertising four different times that the PS5 will be made available to purchase on Thursday. Those times are noon. 3 p.m., 6 p.m., and 9 p.m., all Eastern Standard Time. It sounds like business will be conducted the same on Tuesday for the launch of the Xbox Series X and S as well, at least according to Walmart, which again will be offering up the console on their website at noon Eastern. So Walmart is a good barometer, in my opinion, yeah, to see I think so how too. much it's going to rain so for all the other sites and all the other retailers. Yeah, I think so, too. And I like that they're committing to just doing online orders for launch day sales, unless you have a pre-order. If you, you know, if you're like Dan and I, we went to GameStop and got our pre-order or you could have went to Walmart and probably got a pre-order. If you got a pre-order from these stores, you can go pick it up like you. It, there's nothing saying you can't like you can go to the store and pick it up, but they won't have consoles on the shelf for a walk in customer to buy on day one. Those are only online. Only. And I think that's smart. Target, you can order online and then go pick up in store. Um, the Same Walmart, thing with Walmart noon, I believe uh, is I'm going to that's what I'm going to I'm going to try to push my lunch break back and, and try oh, to, for the I, Xbox. I've already got the yeah, I've already got the website bookmarked on my phone to sign up for the payment plan. You know, the 35 or whatever. I have it bookmarked on my on my in uh, Chrome. I have it ready to go. So that way I yeah. can just start uh, F5 it like Brock Lesnar Tuesday at noon. <laughs> Same here. So I'm, I'm hoping I would to try to snag, but uh, it'll, it'll probably be tough. Hey, why don't tough. you get two of them in F10 at like Wardlow? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mayhem Brawler, an urban fantasy-themed beat-em-up, has been announced for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Developed by Hero Concept, it's currently scheduled to release sometime in 2021. Comic book-inspired hand-drawn backgrounds and frame-by-frame animations coupled with a kick-ass soundtrack will deliver a jolt of adrenaline to your controller. With the choices you make, you will shape the flow of the story and finally reach one of the three different endings in Mayhem Brawler universe, which uh, where each corner has a story to tell. I like beat-em-ups, so this is definitely something yeah. that I will check out. I, You know, Streets of Rage. Uh, yeah, this City will be Girls. on my radar. Yeah, I like all those kind of stuff, so I will definitely be keeping an eye on that. This looks exactly like Streets of Rage 4. Exactly, I know. It looks cool. It looks cool. So definitely something I want to keep an eye on. Uh, we got some speculation time. Multiple trusted sources have been heavily hinting that the day we're recording this podcast, November 7th, it's 7 day, remember, something might be happening over in the Bioware camp in regards to the long-awaited announcement of the Mass Effect Trilogy Remastered Collection, and it just so happens yeah, I was just about that, to say that I saw news. it flash across the screen there about 30 minutes ago. The Mass Effect Legendary Edition has been announced for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, it includes remastered versions of Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2, and Mass Effect 3. Each game has been improved with updated textures, shaders, models, effects, and technical features, a modernized experience, super sharp resolution, faster frame rates, and visual enhancements. It includes all single-player-based content and download content from the original games as well as promotional weapons armor and packs all remastered and optimized for 4k ultra high definition more information will be announced in early 2021 but the game will come out uh spring 2021 and it will have enhancements for ps5 and xbox series as well oh cool so uh, the only thing it's actually yeah the only thing it's not including is uh mass effect andromeda so why would it that game sucked but why would anybody include that yeah exactly i only played mass effect one Oh, totally worth picking this up then, dude. Totally worth picking this up. I've never played a Mass Effect game. Mm, Don't know if you'd enjoy them. You probably would. They're pretty fun. Maybe. You might. But they are heavily rooted in RPG elements, so I don't know that you would actually enjoy them. Action RPG, Um, though. But they are good games. Yes. But they are good games. I will play through them again. And we did find out today that Publisher Electronic Arts and a veteran team at Developer Bioware are working on the next chapter of the Mass Effect universe after taking a break after Andromeda bombed. Um, They're just saying that it is a veteran team. So hopefully that means something good. But we're probably years upon years upon years away from seeing whatever it is. We're still years away from Dragon Age, whatever is coming up next. So who knows? It's going to come out first, the new Mass Effect or Elder Scrolls six. Or cyberpunk or cyberpunk. Um, well, cyberpunk's <laughs> no. coming out this year. I, I don't think that's getting delayed past December 10th. Um, I, I think that will make it if it gets delayed, it will still be before March 31st. I think that makes the fiscal year regardless. So if it gets delayed, it won't be past March. But I, I do think it makes this year um, in terms of like Elder Scrolls or the new Mass Effect. Yeah. Elder Scrolls. Really? I think it'll be out first. Yeah, I do. Because I think think Microsoft's going to step in and add a lot of uh, development help for Bioware. Or I'm sorry, Bethesda. So I think they uh, could use it. I think Microsoft's going to help out. Uh, We'll we'll know for sure if Starfield comes out in 2021. If Starfield doesn't come out in 2021, then we'll talk then. I don't know. Electronic Arts has committed to releasing a new version of Need for Speed, developed by Criterion Games, and a new Battlefield developed by DICE sometime before March 31st, 2022. It sounds like the new Battlefield game will be launching during the holiday season of next year, and more information is expected to be revealed in the spring. Yeah, little quick information that came from their, uh, I think, conference call the other day. 
I am hoping that the Battlefield game is something that's like modern because I played a lot of Battlefield 3 and a Battle of Battlefield 4 and I actually enjoyed them more than I do Call of Duty. So if you love my fanfare of Call of Duty, just imagine this new Battlefield game coming just out. Just wait till the new Battlefield comes out on PS5. Dan's going to be streaming that full time over on Twitch. Yeah, you're not going to be able to see his face over the tent that he's pitching in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, close us out with some delays. The medium has been delayed from its previously planned release on December 10th to January 28th. 2021 and Kerbal Space Program 2 has been delayed from its previously planned release window of fall 2021 to sometime in 2022. And that's the lightning round. That's it. That's the and news. That's the lightning round. And now you know. That's the news. Hello everybody. It's Kyle from the Media Files. And if you don't know what the Media Files is, what are you even doing? The Media Files is a pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. Every episode, a special guest and I will be talking about something happening in pop culture, whether it's movies, television, music, books, sports, video games, you name it, we'll talk about it. Subscribe to The Media Files on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you there. Um, like I said, no main discussion. We did just obviously go over every game coming out in the new release roulette. So we are, before we get out of here, going to quickly talk a little kickstart my heart. Uh, it's a game that we talked about in our Discord server. I think Techie Geek may have dropped it in there at one point. Uh, I knew I was going to talk about this one eventually because it just looks so fucking rad. We've got a Souls-like action adventure game with time travel, incredible pixel art, contextual combat, and an epic story, Chrono Sword. Chrono, oh, we just read that. Chrono Sword is a pixel art action adventure game with incredible atmosphere, deep combat, and epic story. You will be Anor, a time traveler, and will travel the past and the present of the fallen world. The world, all the characters and effects are painted as gorgeous pixel art with dynamic lighting. Every character animation is fluid in every direction, and the orchestral soundtrack lets you let you immersify, immersive into the let you immersive into the gameplay. Mm. Where are these people from? Well, South Korea. You know, okay, translating from hard. Seoul, South Korea. Yeah. Uh, and the orchestral soundtrack lets you get really immersive into the actual gameplay. The combat is based on attacking, dodging, and shields like Dark Souls. It's solid and intense. Meanwhile, it is also interactive with enemies. And okay, so I'm not going to read this. Um, <laughs> it, it's definitely a hard translation. For, uh, the team's based out of South Korea, so it's 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 kind of difficult to read through. I highly recommend um, going to check this out over on Kickstarter.com. If you like... Oh man, what does this look like? This looks a lot like the it's the Diablo pixel art. It, it is, but the pixel art style reminds me a lot of like Children of Morta or other recent indie games that have come out and utilize. Uh, I can uh, see that. Uh, what else? What's that? A uh, Hyperlight Drifter? That's what I was about it's, to say. Hyperlight yeah, Drifter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's like I'm trying to think of like other games that it looks very similar to, and the way that they're doing it with like the mixture of the souls like combat and the, the the graphics dude this game looks stunning it does it looks awesome i think the game is actually really cool i would love to i would love to get in on this on playstation when it comes out the only gripe i have with it is that you should not be able to use the word chrono in your game title if it hasn't if it's not part yeah, of it's the t- it's not it's the chrono game that we didn't want but i mean we kind of want it at the same time but it's not part of Chrono <laughs> Trigger and Chrono Cross. <laughs> I feel like that's just video game royalty. Like, that's not something you do, you know? But otherwise, the game looks dope. I mean, the the art style is actually really cool, and the gameplay looks so fluid that it makes you feel like this is what games should have been like back in, like, you know, 93 when games, like, kind of looked like this, you know? It, 
I don't know, that style of like just pixels and this looks like a PlayStation 1 game, you know? Like, yeah, it looks awesome, but it, dude. it looks like it plays like a PS4 game. It's so cool. It makes you feel like you wish you had something better back then. And I like the time travel aspect, too. I think that's going to add a, a, a cool like kind of take on the Souls-like stuff because you don't really time travel in any of those um, any of those games. Uh, there's one of the gifts that it's near, it's where they're talking about time travel, but it shows the main character like fast zipping around the world. Oh, like, wow. I'm, I'm curious how that's going to work. Like, it looks yeah, interesting, that is cool. but they're just like kind of zooming through gates. And I don't know, maybe it's just supposed to be showing us something. But if it works like that, I, I don't know. It's interesting. Um, Agreed. But yeah, it looks cool. Go check it out. We're not going to get too in depth with it. We do want to get out of here. Great. It's getting a little late. Um, the name of the game is Chronosword. It's on Kickstarter.com. They're looking for 50,000 US dollars. There's still 32 days to go. It's sitting at just under 20,000 with 489 backers. It should make its goal by the time that 32 days is up. Uh, the game should be launching sometime in November of 2021 or late next year. And if you want to jump in, the cheapest way to do so would be the Wanderer tier, which is 15 US dollars. Get you a digital copy of the game, uh, wallpapers, newsletters, etc. Dan, can, can you I jump into this? Can I add one last thing on that, Brian? Yeah, go ahead. It's important to note that sometimes on these, when we every week when we do these Kickstart My Hearts, they talk about it coming to Nintendo Switch if they hit a specific goal. They specifically put a GIF on there of them playing it on the Switch, so they're already developing it. So if you're waiting to get in on it for something like that, it's already there, which I think is huge credibility for the developer on that one. Yep, and there's a demo, which we all, which is good to mention as well. Yeah, Dan, are you going to jump into this one? What do you think? I am not. Okay, this one's no. not for you. No, it's not. I I do like the visuals. Um, I just I I don't think this will be something um, that I'll enjoy. Kyle, are you going to pick this up? I'll probably pick it up. Yeah, I think it looks yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, I can see you playing this alongside me. It does look like a lot of fun. Again, go check it out. Kickstarter.com. The name of the game is Chrono Sword. But that is the end of our meaty episode today, our next-gen launch episode. Get ready. That Xbox Series X is tomorrow. The PlayStation 5 is Thursday. But right now, Dan, you have the final words. Uh, yeah, so I, I, there, there's a few different directions I've thought about going on this. I, I, you know, I don't want to get political, so I, I won't go that way with it. I will go the other way, and we've uh, talked about it before. I've talked about it, uh, and I know Brian's talked about it. Just mental health, man. Don't be afraid to reach out uh, if you are struggling with things. You know, d- you are not alone, um, especially um, with everything going on and you know I- isolation and stuff like that, and just trying to be uh, with COVID and all that. Don't don't be afraid to reach out to people. Um, doing this podcast, I- I've had a crummy week this week. Um, just mentally, I haven't played a whole lot of video games. Really, haven't done a whole lot of anything. Um, but uh, doing this podcast is something I look forward to. Uh, being with these guys, that they help cheer me up uh, before we went recording. Um, so just don't be afraid to reach out and just uh, talk to people about how you feel. Don't be afraid uh, because people are, are going through the same stuff that you are. And uh, there are people out there to help you uh, feel better, whether it's playing a silly little music clip like Sean did or just, you know, busting my balls and just making me feel uh, a part of this crew. Uh, it brought a smile to my face. So, again, just don't be afraid to reach out to people and uh, let them know how you're feeling. We love you, big dog. Appreciate that, man. This episode of the Level Down Games podcast has been brought to you by leveldowngames.com. Please remember to leave us a rating and a review regardless of where you're listening. If you want more of us, check out youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames and make sure you subscribe with notifications on, as well as twitch.tv forward slash leveldowngames again with notifications on. 
Links to where we can be found on social media, as well as to our Discord server, and all other important information can be found in the show notes for the episode.